Bristol Centric Station. Safe and family friendly radio with music to uplift your spirit. This is Crystal Centric Kids playing at Crystal Centric Station. You can listen at www.crystalcentric.com. Crystal Centric Kids, we're catching them young for Jesus. Hooray! Hi, my name is Uncle Chris, and you're listening to Crystal Centric Kids. Catch them young for Jesus. One, two, one, two. Hi, everybody. How are you doing? What a joy to know you are tuning in. This is Christocentric Kids right here on the Christocentric station. Welcome to Christocentric Kids. Say, cut them young for Jesus. Cheers. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Praise ye the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, 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 
Mr. Sandrink Kids right here on the Krista Sandrink station. Cagnum Young for Jesus! This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Good morning, kids. This is Auntie S.A. Welcome to Christocentric Kids. Welcome, Mommy. Welcome, Daddy. Welcome, Grandpa and Grandma. Welcome, everybody. We are excited to have you for today's show. It's going to be a great show. Today, we have for you a very exciting show. Did you enjoy last week's show? Today is even better. We have Bible stories, poems, songs, you name it. We have it for you today. And oh, do you remember Auntie Mabel and Auntie Ifo from last week? Guess what? They are back this week also. Let's all say hello to them. Hello, Auntie Mabel. Hi, Auntie Ifwa. Thank you so much for teaching us. God bless you. Okay, now before I leave you to enjoy today's show, do remember to invite someone. Tell mommy or daddy, mommy, please let me use your phone to call my friend to invite them so that they can also um, be blessed by today's show. Okay, so do invite them. I will catch you at the end of the show. Enjoy. This light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This
guys, it's me, Felix. I hope you've missed me because I've missed you. We're going to be doing a little bit of kids' church, so come on. <laughs> guys, you know what time it is. It's time for worship. Get up on your feet and get a little groove going. <laughs> Nothing in this world comes close I was driving, I'll give you control This is love, great love Hit the bottom, but your grace came through Found me broken, made me new All the praise, I gave it all to you This is love, great love This is love the greatest thing I've ever known This is love I just can't get enough I just can't get enough When you
Mr. Sandrink Kids right here on the Christa Sandrink station. Hi guys, I've got something exciting to talk to you about today. It's about the belt of truth. Do you know what the belt of truth is? No? Okay, let me tell you a bit about it. The belt of truth is basically about the belt which surrounds our life. It is basically Jesus telling us truth about ourselves, about what we do and our purpose. Sometimes the enemy can lie to us and tell us that we're not good enough, but God tells us that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. So that means when we wear the belt of truth, that truth surrounds us. Now, just to remember a verse, it's Ephesians 6:14 and it says So stand strong with the belt of truth tied around your waist. That verse basically means that whenever you are in the world and whatever you are doing is that God is always going to be tied to you and the truth that he speaks over your life will always be around you. So that is what that verse means. So guys, we want to build your faith at home. So we have a little few questions for you. The first one, what lies has the enemy said over you that you need to forget? Number 2, What has God said over your life that you need to remember deep in your heart? As I've already said, God said that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. So in the Bible, there's more things said about you. So go find out this week. So guys, we're going to pray. So close your eyes, hold someone's hand if you're there, and let's pray. Thank you Father God that you showered me with truth. You tell me who I am and who I'm going to be, and I thank you that you walk with me every single day. In your mighty name we pray. Amen. This is Christa Sandring Kids right here on the Christa Sandring stage. Welcome back and thank you for staying connected. Let's settle down for the major Bible story for the week. Enjoy what's coming up next. How the world began How God created it by hand From mighty mountains to the raging sea To every leaf on every single tree It's in the holy book Just open up and take a look It's a story Is Lucy and Matthew here? Yes, they are here. I guess they are watching TV. Come in. Thanks, Auntie. This is so boring. Let me change the channel. No, no, don't. Hurry up. Is Father John going to tell us the story of Isaac today? I think so, and maybe he will tell us the story of his sons too. 
Wow, the story of Isaac's sons, it's going to be amazing. Yes, but we must hurry up if we have to catch the full story. Hurry up, Matthew. The class is going to start soon. Good morning, children. Good morning, Father. Hmm, I see that everyone is here. Shall we begin today's class? Yes. Isaac grew up and he took charge of all his father's land and animals. Father, we must find new land for the sheep to graze. The grass at the river bank is almost getting dried up. <laughs> we will, son. But we have to get you married first. Hmm. There are a lot of women here in Canaan. We can find one easily. No, my son. I don't want you to marry any of the Canaanites. We have found a suitable bride for you from my homeland. Huh? Who have you selected, father? You will get married to my brother Nahor's grandchild, Rebecca. Rebecca? Yes, and she's beautiful. You will like her. And when is the uh the the wedding? Oh, you're blushing. <laughs> Soon, my son. Soon. Isaac married Rebecca as his father wanted. Many years passed and Abraham passed away. Isaac became the head of the family and owner of great wealth. He remained faithful to God. He and Rebekah remained childless for many years and he kept praying to God and one day God granted his prayer. Thank you Lord. Thank you. Rebecca, my dear, look, we've got twins. <laughs> yes, my dear. Even though they are twins, they don't look like each other. Look at our sturdy firstborn. Yes, he looks strong. I'm sure he will be a great hunter and a leader one day. Pumu <laughs> I'll call you Iso. <laughs> well, what of the second child? Oh, he's smaller and has smooth skin. When he emerged from your womb, he was grasping the heels of his brother. Ha! Ah, he's a schemer. I shall call him Jacob. Baba. When the two boys grew up, Iso became his father's favorite because he was strong and was very good with hunting. Jacob was a quieter child who liked to study and learn things. Jacob was his mother's favorite. Jacob spent most of his time reading books even while looking after the sheep. <laughs> what? Got you little brother. <laughs> Esau, no, put me down. 
<laughs> Put me down, I said. Stop, stop. You can jump down if you want. I'm going to tell mother about this. All right, cry baby. Here you go. One day, Jacob was preparing soup with the help of his mother, Rebecca. No need of stirring any more, son. Shall I take it off the fire, mother? Yes. Let me go inside and cut the vegetables. Mmm, this smells delicious. There comes my brother, empty-handed as usual. Ha! Hello, brother. What are you making there? Didn't you get anything today? No. I think the beasts have learned the trick. They just vanish when they hear my footsteps. <laughs> oh, so should they stand around waiting to be hit by your arrow? You are a fool. Ha! Ha! Well, I know what to do. I will catch a deer with my trap tomorrow. Is that so? Then maybe we will have a feast tomorrow. That is tomorrow. Right now I'm starving. What are you making in the pot? It's nothing. Just making some soup. Ah, smells nice. Give me some, Jacob. I haven't eaten since yesterday. Then you should have hunted down some animal. Brother, there is no game in all the land. Let me have some. I'm starving. No, we weren't expecting you. There's only enough for... I'm really hungry, brother. Give me some soup and you can ask for anything in return. Did you say you'll offer anything in return? Yes, you can ask for anything. Do you want a horse? No, I don't need a horse or a camel. I... I... Just say what you need and I'll give you. Hmm. You can have all the soup you want. But... But you'll have to give me your birth, birthright. Birthright? Is that all you want? <laughs> I knew you were stupid. <laughs> so you don't mind giving up your birthright? <laughs> no, no. You have my birthright by all means. Well then, make an oath to God that it is mine. And this full pot is yours. All right. By the God of Abraham and Isaac, I swear to give Jacob my birthright. That's it. Now give me the soup. Here you go. Mmm. This tastes so good. Thus, Esau carelessly gave away his birthright as the firstborn son of Isaac. Isaac had grown old, and he lay in his bed for most of the time. His eyesight had grown weak too, and Isaac knew that he would die soon. Who? Who is there? Is it you, Esau? No, it's me, dear. Rebecca, my love, come here. What is it, dear? Rebecca, I think my time in this world is nearing an end. I must speak to Esau. Where is he? Don't worry, dear. I'll fetch him for you. Father, shall I come in? Oh, you're here. Come in, my son. Did you ask for me, father? Yes, I did. Come here. Father. Iso, I think my time is up. But 
I have one more desire. Just say what you want and I'll get it for you. I'm craving for a dish of venison. Can you get me one? Of course, father. I will. You will have the dish by evening today. Thank you, my son. I knew you will get me this. And after I have the meal, I shall bless you. Thanks, father. I'll be back soon. No, Jacob should be the one to receive his blessing. I must do something. Jacob! Jacob! Mother, why are you running? What happened? Your brother? Your brother? Huh? What about Esau? No, your brother has been sent to a hunt game. By whom? By your father. And when he cooks the Verizon for your father, then he will give his blessings to him before he dies. Oh no! What can we do now, mother? Jacob, bring a lamp. A lamp? What are you going to do? Get them quickly and I'll tell you. Mother, here I've brought the lamp. What are you going to do? Clean the lamp quickly. We will make the dish and you are going to take this to your father. And he will give me his blessings. Wow, that's a brilliant idea. But we must hurry up and do this before Esau gets back. But mother, wouldn't father recognize me? I have smooth skin and Esau is hairy. Do what I say and leave the rest to me. Do not throw away the lamb skin. We will need that to cover your hands and neck. Now, wear these Isu's clothes. Ah, they are stinking. Ugh, this smells of sweat and animals. And so must you. Now hold out your hands. Now these will make your hands feel hairy. Do you think these goat skin will fool him? I'm sure. Now take the food and receive your blessing. And remember to talk in a deep voice. Oh God, don't let father recognize me. Who's there? Father, it's me, Esau, your eldest son. <clears throat> I've brought your dish as you had asked. Really? But you sound like Jacob. Come closer and give me your hands. I'm not Jacob. I'm your eldest son. Here. Hmm. You've got hairy skin. You are Esau. But how did you return so quickly? Uh, mm, it was God. He put a game in my path and I got one. Now, will you eat? <clears throat> now, will you eat, father? Yes, this could be my last meal. Hmm, this is delicious. Have some more, father. Hmm. That's enough. Father, you promised me a blessing. Come closer, my son. Ah, the smell of my firstborn. 
May the God of Abraham bless you abundantly. May the kingdoms honor you. May your brothers serve you. Thank you, Father. <clears throat> Now you must rest. Huh. Father, Father, who, who is it? It's me, Esau. Please get up and eat, Father. Esau, what? Didn't I just eat and bless you? What? I just brought you the game you asked for. Who was it then that haunted the game and brought it to me a few moments back? I, I don't understand. Yes, I ate it just before you came in and blessed him. No. Oh, I should have known when I heard that voice. It must be Jacob then. Oh, I know now that your brother came and deceitfully took your blessing. Uh, that Jacob, he's rightfully named the schemer. First he took my birthright and now now he took my blessings too. Father, haven't you got a blessing for me? I am sorry my son, but I can't give you the same blessing. I'm really sorry. As soon as my father die, I will kill Jacob. Huh. I must ask Jacob to leave immediately. Rebekah warns Jacob and asks him to go to Haran. Jacob fled from Esau to Haran with the blessings of his father. But he was never going to see his mother again. And that night God spoke to Jacob Jacob do not be afraid I am the God of Abraham and Isaac I shall give this land to you and your descendants I will always protect you and bring you back to this land Huh what have I dreamed Surely this is the dwelling place of the Lord and I didn't know it This place is blessed. Certainly, this is the house of the Lord. I'll call this place Bethel. If God protects me and brings me back, he alone will be my Lord and God. After making the oath, Jacob continued his journey. Now, I fear no one. The Lord is with me. And after many days of traveling, Jacob finally reached the city of Padanaram. Excuse me. Hi. Do you need any help? Oh, hi. I I was drawing water for the sheep. It's uh, it's Don't worry. I'll help you draw water from the well. That's so kind of you. Uh, uh where are you from? Haran. Do you know Neho's grandson? Of course. He's my father. Is your father's name Laban? <laughs> yes. Wow. I am your relative. 
My name is Jacob. I am the son of Rebecca, your father's sister. You are Rebecca's son? That's wonderful. I'll go and tell this to my father. Yes, I'll wait here till then. Father, father. Yes, dear. What is it? Father, there's some wonderful news. What is it, dear? Your sister's son is here in town. What? Did you mean Rebecca's son? <laughs> yes, and his name is Jacob. Where is he? Is he outside the door? Ask him to come in or I'll come out. Wait. No, he's not here. He's waiting at the well outside the city gates. Then I must go to him. I'm going there now. Rebecca's son. Ha ha ha. I can't wait to see him. Are you Jacob? Yes, I am. I assume you must be Laban. My own flesh and blood. Welcome, Jacob. Thank you, uncle. Oh, I can't explain how excited I am to see you. Let's walk home. Tell me, son, how is my sister Rebecca? Hmm. She was doing fine the last time I saw her. When did you see her last? About a month ago. What happened, my son? You look sad. Uh, it's a long story, uncle. Don't worry. You can tell the whole story on our way back home. It's been 30 days since I left home. And then, by God's grace, I found your daughter outside the city gates. That's the story, uncle. I have told you everything. Hmm. You have been through many hardships, Jacob. But do not worry, my son. You should forget the past now. You can start a new life here. Oh, Jacob, you are here. Meet my sister. Her name is Leah. Hello, Jacob. Hello, Leah. Everybody, let's go inside. Jacob decided to stay with Laban for a few days, and Laban was glad to offer shelter to his sister's son. I will tell you the rest of the story, but before I leave, I'm going to ask you a few questions. Shall I? Yes, father. All right, Matthew. Yes, father. Tell me the names of Isaac's sons. Hmm. Their names were Esau and Jacob. Who were older among them? Esau was the firstborn father. That's good. And now you, Lucy? Yes, father. Who was Isaac's favorite son? It was Esau. Then why did Isaac give his blessings to Jacob? Jacob dressed up as Esau and lied to his father to get his blessings. That's right. And now you, George. Yes, father. How was Jacob and Laban related? Jacob was the son of Rebekah, who was Laban's sister. And what were the names of Laban's daughters? Mm, it was Rachel and Leah. That's correct. All of you have done quite well today. Thank you, father.
John 3, verse 16. For God loved the world so much that He gave His one and only Son, so that everyone who believes in Him will not perish, but have eternal life. Wow! Our God loves everyone in the whole world so much that He made His Son Jesus like a ginormous flashlight so that anyone who stays close to Him can always be protected from the dark. Oh, now that makes me feel safe. The B-I-B-L-E Yes, that's the book for me and Christmas Century Kids. Coming up next is Time with Auntie Mabel. Please stay connected and be blessed. Yes, Jesus loves me. Welcome to yes, PH Kids. Short for Pure and Holy Kids. Yes, yes you are pure. Yes, you are holy. Welcome, Mommy. Welcome, Daddy. Jesus 
Welcome to PH Kids, short for Pure and Holy Kids. Yes, you are pure. Yes, you are holy. Jesus says so. Hello, lovely children and parents and family. Welcome back to another week with Auntie Mabel on PH Kids. Last week, we learned how Jesus showed kindness to Zacchaeus, a man who was called a sinner and nobody wanted to be close to. Continuing with our kindness series, learning from the kindness Jesus showed to others. Today, we are going to learn from how Jesus showed kindness to a sick person. Our memory verse will be taken from Luke chapter 8 verse 40 to 48. Let me go ahead and read it for you. As Jesus was on his way, the crowds almost crushed him and a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years but no one could heal her. She came up behind him and touched the edge of his cloak and immediately her bleeding stopped. Who touched me? Jesus asked. Peter was like, Ah, Jesus, there are so many people here. How can you ask who touched you? Everybody is touching you. And Jesus said, Someone touched me. I know that power has gone out from me. Then the woman, seeing that she could not go unnoticed, came trembling and fell at the feet of Jesus. In the presence of all the people, she told them why she had touched him and how she had been instantly healed. Then Jesus said to her, Daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace. Jesus was kind. Jesus was kind. And you have to remember that in the olden days, women didn't have a lot of rights. So, it was not her place to touch a man because what she was going through had made her dirty. Nobody wanted her. She was like Zacchaeus. She was like the leper. Someone who had been bleeding for many years. It means she was smelling. She was weak. But Jesus said, your faith has made you whole. Jesus did not tell her that she was in trouble. So how can we learn from this? When people who don't smell the best, who are going through terrible times in their life, who are sick, who speak differently, who look differently because of a disability of some sort, when they come to us asking for help, let us help them. Let us show compassion to them like Jesus did. God bless you. This is Papa King. Thank you for listening to Christocentric Kids on Christocentric Station every Saturday. Stay blessed. Hey kids, Auntie Essie here. I am so excited for you that you're listening to Christocentric Kids. You know why? Because it will help you to be that great person God created you to be. Christocentric Kids. Catch them young for Jesus. This is Christocentric Kids right here on the Christocentric stage. Catch them young.
song for Jesus. Hi everybody, I am Aram. I am Erefa. We are the Fosun Sisters and we love Christian centric kids. Welcome to our segment. We will be starting our segment with the devotion from Everyday Doses of Rima. Today's devotion is entitled Samuel's speech at the crowning of King Saul. Samuel spoke to all the people of Israel at the crowning of King Saul. He asked them whether he had wronged anyone as he served God from his childhood to being a grey-headed old man. The people replied that he hadn't taken anything from anyone. What a testimony to have. He reminded the people of God's goodness to them from Egypt to the promised land and how they had made God angry with their behavior. The people and their new king Saul were to obey the commands of God and serve him or else receive judgments and punishments. Samuel also promised to pray for the people. Do you pray for your friends even when they have hurt or annoyed you? It is good to pray often and also good to pray for other people like family and friends. In addition to your own request before God, when you know the needs of others, pray for them. Other people pray for you sometimes without you knowing. Don't turn your back on your friends just because they have offended you. Today's devotional key verse is 1 Samuel 12 verse 22. 1 Samuel 12 verse 22 For the Lord will not forsake his people. For the Lord will not forsake his people. For his great name's sake. For his great name's sake. Let's pray. I need... I need... A forgiving heart like yours, Lord. A forgiving heart like yours, Lord. Help me... Help me... To remember... To remember to pray for others. To pray for others. In Jesus' name I pray. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Father Lord, thank you for helping us to read your devotion today. Father, your devotion says we should pray for others. Let them forgive people who have wronged them. Don't let them pay evil for evil. Let us all forgive and move on. I pray for everyone. I pray for healing for those who are sick i pray for retentive memory for those who are going to write exam father please protect them guide and guard them protect their parents help everyone listening to listen more and let them be blessed in the mighty name of jesus i pray amen please close your eyes father please anybody that has done something to us let us just forgive the person and move on as your word says amen what lesson did you learn today, Refua? I learned that we need to live the way Jesus lived. Jesus didn't pay evil for evil, so we too, we are not supposed to pay evil for evil. What about you, Irama? I learned that when the people of Israel were in Egypt, God led them to the promised land, but they kept on wronging him, but he still loved them and he still forgave them. So anytime someone offends us, we should still forgive the person and still love the person. You to my friend listening, what did you learn? Kindly share with us via WhatsApp on 0551 We are waiting. In the meantime, enjoy the song. Give me oil in my life. 
Welcome back. It's Crystal Centric Kids, and I hope you are enjoying yourself. Now, let's share some poems with you. Erefwa, please take the first one. The title of my poem is Forgive. Forgive someone. Today, forgive. Turn from bitter to positive. End frustration, anger, pain. Wash the anguish from your brain. No need to reconcile or tell. Just feel better and get well. A brand new peaceful life to live. That's your gifts when you forgive. Poem by Joanna Fox. Over to you, Irama. The title of my poem is Jesus the Rock. You may be weak, but Jesus is strong. Build your life on the sure foundation of Jesus. For Jesus is the rock of faith, the rock of hope, and the rock of strength that you can depend on. In every situation, look to the Lord, and he will take away your weaknesses, your doubts, and fears. It is in the courage you get from his promises that you will find your strength, that you will find your faith. Then when the storms of life come, you will be standing on the sure foundation of Jesus, the rock. Hope you are blessed by this one. Welcome back. I hope you are enjoying the Fosin Sisters segment. Check out these Christian self-care tips. 1. Be in community. 2. Make time for God. 3. Be prayerful. 4. Forgive others. 5. Practice journaling. 6. Get rest. 7. Cultivate gratitude. 8. Nourish and exercise your body. 9. Stop controlling. 10. Choose joy. 11. Serve others. 12. Think lovely thoughts. 13. Sleep well. A quick recap. Be in community. Make time for God. Be prayerful. Forgive others. Practice journaling. Get rest. Cultivate gratitude. Nourish and exercise your body. Stop controlling. Choose joy. Serve others. Think lovely thoughts and sleep well. Hope you got it. Enjoy the song. We will be right back. Hey, good to be back. Let's give it some shout outs. Hello, Samantha. Hello, Kiki. Hello, Isabel. Hello, Teofania. Hello, Madam Rita. Hello, Pastor. Hello to everyone listening to us. Shout out to mine, Zelma, Nanaya, Hacklin, Valikem, Nancy, Kiki, Phoebe, Angel. Catch you same time next week. It's a bye from Irama. Erefawai. Please stay with us on Christocentric Kids and be blessed. Without a 
doubt the best friend you'll ever know Our God knows exactly what I need So I remember this Let's go When you ask, He cares When you see, He's there When you knock, 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 knock God opens up the door When you ask, He cares When you see, He's there When you knock, 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 knock God opens up the door Sandrink kids right here on the Krista Sandrink stage. Cut them young for Jesus! Welcome to Just Bible Verses. Here are the top 31 Bible verses for kids. Matthew 28 20. I am with you always. Ephesians 4 32. Be kind to one another. 1 John 3 23. Love one another. Psalm 145.9 The Lord is good to all. Genesis 16.13 You are the God who sees. Psalm 56.3 When I am afraid, I will trust in you. 1 John 4.19 We love because he first loved us. Matthew 22:39 You shall love your neighbor as yourself. 
number 624. The Lord bless you and keep you. Proverbs 35. Every word of God proves true. Matthew 5.14 You are the light of the world. Proverbs 3.5 Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Colossians 3.20 Children, obey your parents in all things. Psalm 156 Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Psalm 138.1 I will praise thee with my whole heart. Luke 6.31 Do to others as you would have them do to you. Colossians 3.16 Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. 1 John 5.3 This is love for God, to obey his commands. Colossians 3.2 Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. Philippians 4.13 I can do all this through him who gives me strength. Acts 16.31 Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, and you will be saved. Philippians 4.4 Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Philippians 4.13 I can do everything through him who gives me strength. Ephesians 6.1 Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Psalm 139.14 I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. James 1.17 Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. Hebrews 13.8 Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today and forever. Romans 10.13 Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Romans 3.23 all people have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Psalm 119-105 Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light for my path. Psalm 118-24 This is the day the Lord has made, let us rejoice and be glad in it. Psalm 47 verse 1 Come everyone, clap your hands, shout to God with joyful praise. Hip hip hooray for God! Clap your hands, shout, jump up and down because God is awesome! Faith for the whole family, food for your spirit. Christocentric station. Let's talk about Jesus. Let's talk of His love. Let's talk about Jesus and heaven above. Let's go about living for Jesus alone. Let's talk about Jesus and living His way. Hello, somebody there. Hello. 
here. Somebody there. I am here. Happy New Year, my friends. Welcome to Bible Lesson with Auntie Ifwa. A special time with God, my friends. What have you resolved to do better this year? I hope you've, you added that you want to draw closer to God. By consistently, it means every day, eh? Reading His Word, praying and obeying. Good. Last year, you did very well, I know. And you know yourself how well you did. Even our last lesson was all from you. Your testimonies, my friends, of the Lord's goodness. Oh, Senna and Amma also sent their testimonies. Amma thanks the Lord for blessing her with a gift of life. And Senna says, thank God for blessing you with good health. Wow, thank you, Amma and Senna. Okay, let's go to our lesson today. Stand up and let's stretch, stretch and stretch. Let's sing. My head, my shoulders, my knees, my toes. My head, my shoulders, my knees, my toes. My head, my shoulders, my knees, my toes. They all belong to Jesus. They all belong to Jesus. Good. Now let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for this time to share your word. Heavenly Father, help us to understand your word. Open our eyes, our ears, our hearts, even as we receive your word and help us to obey it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The B-I-B-L-E Yes, that's the book for me. I stand alone on the word of God. The B-I-B-L-E Bible. So take your Bible and say with me, This is my Bible. It is the word of God. It is food for my soul. I must read it every day. Know it very well and practice it so that I will grow in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Well Christ. done, well done, well done, my friends. Always read your Bible, okay? Our memory verse today, Psalm 119 verse 11. Your word have I hidden in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Psalm 119 verse 11. I hope you know the song about this verse. Thy word have I hid in my heart, that I might not sin against thee. That I might not sin, that I might not sin, thy word have I hid in my heart. Wow, Sunday school is interesting. Please make sure you know this word, okay? Write it down if you don't have it already. This is a very common one. We've been learning this severally last year if you haven't memorized it okay write it in your notebook okay now turn your bibles we are going to matthew chapter 4 verse 1 to 11 we are learning about the life of jesus just after jesus was baptized by john the baptist he was led into the wilderness where he fasted and prayed for 40 days and 40 nights mm, my friends who has fasted before anyway <coughs> He was just about to begin his ministry and he started with prayer. My friends, he started with prayer. prayer. Remember our song? Prayer is the key. Prayer is the key. Prayer is the master key. Jesus started with prayer and ended with prayer. 
Prayer is the master key. My friends, what you do every day, start with prayer. What do you do first when you wake up in the morning? Pray. Say thank you to Jesus. Sleep in good time so that you can wake up to pray before mommy or daddy wakes you up in such a hurry that even saying a prayer could be seen as wasting time or you are trying to steal a little more time to sleep. Eh? Anyway, please ask mommy or whoever wakes you up to spare you a few minutes to pray. Usually, they will agree. But don't doze off. Otherwise, eh, they will not allow you the next time. Say so you just want to sleep. I usually go and wash up my face, okay, before I come and sit down and have my time with God. It helps keep me awake. Let's go on. After Jesus finished fasting, he was hungry. The devil came to tempt him. If you are the son of God, command these stones to become bread. Eh, my friends, it's like your friend saying that if you think you are strong, come and let's fight. Eh, showing off, my friends, it is not a good thing. You are who you, you are. It shouldn't be somebody who tells you what to do to show that you are this or you are that. You don't need to prove yourself to anybody. Just know who you are. The devil knows Jesus is the son of God. So why is he asking him to prove himself? He's trying to get Jesus to sin. But Jesus answered, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. And this is in Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 3. My friends, Jesus knew the word. The word was hidden in his heart. He wasn't holding his Bible. Oh, let's memorize our verses. Okay. He got it right spot on and the devil couldn't get him on that. The devil didn't go away. He tried another trick. He took Jesus to the very top of a high temple and told him to jump down. Then the devil quoted the word. And the devil too knew the word. He says that, he says it is written. In the word that God says, you shall keep his angels charged over you. They will bear you with their hands and your feet will not dash against a stone. Yes, the devil knows the word too, but he is mischievous. He uses the word to play tricks on the children of God so that we will sin against God. But if you don't know the word well, you will believe him. So Jesus answered him rightly with another word. It is written, you shall not test the Lord your God. Wow, my friends. The devil couldn't say anything. The fact that God says he'll protect you does not mean you should just expose yourself and try to see if God will perform his word. The fact that your parents have the responsibility of providing you with clothes does not mean that you have the right to tear your clothes or kick stones with your shoes and ask for new ones. Hey, I guess you know. Eh, some of you are already smiling. I guess you know what will happen to you. You know what your parents will say, right? It won't be easy on you at all. Don't tempt your parents and don't tempt God. Eh? Right now, we are all supposed to wash our hands, keep our environments clean, wear your masks, dress properly, okay? To keep yourself from all the diseases around us, okay? Keep out of danger and God will do the rest. Usually, you can't do all, but do the, lim do the limited ones that you can do. Just wash your hands wear your mask, keep indoors as much as you can, okay, and God will protect you. The devil did not go away. He didn't give up at all. He tried again, eh? It just shows that in life, on and on, every day, different things will come our way, but always know what the word of God expects you to do. He took Jesus to a very, very high mountain and showed him the whole world, okay, 
and said that see the whole world if you bow down to me small i will give it all to you this time jesus yelled at the level he says away from me satan for it is written you shall worship the lord your god and serve him only the devil left him bible says and angels came to attend to him my friends nothing is worth our worship except god don't let anything in this world become more important to you than god why didn't god prevent the devil from tempting jesus jesus had become a man just like us and to be a perfect example he went through everything my friends every temptation everything possible that we'll go through in this world so that he will show us how to do it how to overcome the devil so today jesus has taught us that to overcome any temptation or any tricks and eh, from the devil that will make us disobey god we must do what hide the word of god in our heart so that we will not sin against god let's pray father we thank you so much for your lesson today lord you have taught us our perfect example is christ help us to hide your word in our hearts help us when we memorize help us not to forget and help us to apply it at the right time to the glory of your name we give you thanks in jesus name we pray amen thank you so much for having your bible study with me today ah you have done well good okay god loves you always remember that and i love you so much too have an amazing day Bye bye. Thy word have I hid in my heart, that I might not sin against thee. That I might not sin, that I might not sin. Thy word have I hid in my heart. Thy word have I hid in my heart, that I might not sin against thee. That I might not sin, that I might not sin, thy word have I hid in my heart. This is Christocentric Kids right here on the Christocentric Station.
Happy New Year and welcome to another awesome time of learning. We're so glad you chose to join us today. Have you missed me? Because I have missed you. All right, thank you. So welcome to our series titled Move. In the series, we will be learning that when God says move, there is no time to hesitate. No time for argument or discussion. We must simply obey immediately. To move means to change positions, make progress, or to go in a certain direction. I will tell you more about it, but first, let us pray. Eyes closed, heads bowed. Our dear Heavenly Father, we thank you once again for the gift of life, for how you kept us throughout the holiday period. You preserved our lives. We are here to witness another year. It has been of your mercy. We appreciate you, oh, our Heavenly Father. We give you all the praise. Today, Lord, teach us something new and let your name alone be glorified. In Jesus' name. Amen.
thanks to the Lord.
week, we listened to a story about a family that almost waited too long. Lot, who was Abraham's nephew, had moved his family into one of two very wicked cities sometime after he left Haran with Abraham. The cities of Sodom and Gomorrah were so full of sin that God had marked them for destruction. So, God sent two angels to Lot to tell him to move his family out of there. Lot told his future sons-in-law, who were pledged to marry his daughters, to hurry up and leave the city because the Lord was about to destroy it. But they thought Lot was joking. The next morning, the angels begged Lot to hurry. But Lot delayed. So, the two men took the hands of Lot, his wife and his two daughters, and led them safely out of the city. The Lord then sent a rain of fire from the sky on Sodom and Gomorrah and all the inhabitants of that city, including plants and animals. The angels had warned them to flee and not look back. But Lord's wife looked back. When she did, she became a pillar of salt. I can't imagine what would have happened if those messengers had not been there to physically yank Lot and his family out of the house and start them running. They weren't moving on their own and they barely made it out alive. Lot's situation was scary and one of them sadly didn't make it. Lot's story is an urgent warning to all of us. If God says, move, get out of there, we need to go. If we have friends in that situation, we need to grab them and yank them out as well. Sometimes God tells us to move for our own protection. And when he does, it is time to get up and move. When God says, move, there is no time to hesitate. Especially when we are in a bad situation. God will warn us when we're not safe. He will tell us when it's time to move. But it is up to us to put one foot in front of the other and get out of danger. You can catch up on this series as well as many other awesome teachings on our YouTube page at Elevation NG. Just search for the Seeds playlist and I'm sure you'll be blessed. Our verse of the month is from the book of Proverbs chapter 3 from verses 5 to 6. It says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't depend on your own understanding. Remember the Lord in everything you do and he will show you which path to take. This verse tells us to trust God completely.
completely. We should not depend on our human strength or our human thinking because if we tell God about our worries or about the things that bother us or just ask him for help, he will tell us what to do and he will guide us through it. I hope you now know this verse by heart because everything becomes easy once we tell God about them and we allow him to lead us. Let's say it together one more time. Proverbs chapter 3 verses 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't depend on your own understanding. Remember the Lord in everything you do and he will show you which path to take. So this story is from Exodus chapter 12 from verses 21 to 42. The people of Israel, also known as the Israelites, had been slaves for centuries in Egypt. They had lived in Egypt for 430 years. This was the same Egypt where Joseph, the dreamer, had been the prime minister many, many, many years ago. The Israelites had lived very well in the time of Joseph. But after Joseph died and a new pharaoh who did not know about Joseph became king, they were turned into slaves. The Israelites cried out to God. And God sent a man named Moses to save them. When a stubborn king Pharaoh refused to let God's people go, God sent 10 terrible plagues on the land to show the king he was serious about saving his people. Plagues are disasters that God sends to Egypt as punishment when King Pharaoh refused to let the Israelites move out of Egypt. King Pharaoh would not give God's people their freedom. He wanted them to continue to be slaves to the people of Egypt. So, God sent 10 different plagues to the people of Egypt to show that he is the God of Israel and it was time to free his people first. The water turned to blood. Then came lots of frogs from the Nile River into people's houses. Next came lice. Then lots of flies. Then the animals became sick and began to die. God sent boils to afflict the Egyptians. Then God sent a rain of hail, like a rain of ice blocks. Then came the locust and they destroyed all the farms. Then there was total darkness for three whole days because God blocked the sun from people and they could not see each other. Then the last plague was the death of all the firstborn children of the Egyptians. Now, when all these plagues were happening, the area where the Israelites lived was not included. They continued to live like nothing had happened. The last plague was so brutal that there wasn't a house in which someone wasn't dead. 
this was a plague that finally convinced King Pharaoh that God was serious and wasn't going to back down. Pharaoh called in Moses and Aaron that very night and said, Get out of here and be gone, you and your Israelites. Go! Go and worship your God on your own terms. And yes, take your sheep, your cattle, as you've insisted, but go and bless me. Imagine that. King Pharaoh said, bless me. Well, the Egyptians couldn't wait to get rid of the Israelites. They pushed them to hurry up, saying, if you don't leave, we will all die. And that was how the Israelites gathered all their belongings and moved quickly. They didn't hesitate because they had faith in the Lord. They knew God had heard their prayers because Moses had come to save them. The call to move came at the end of the day when most people were in the middle of making dinner. Guess what happened? They had to pack up the bread dough they were mixing. Most of them had not even added yeast to the dough yet. That was how urgent and important the need to move immediately was. The Israelites knew God will protect them because God had protected them from all the plagues. God's people moved quickly because they trusted him to lead and to protect them on their journey to safety. And every time God came to their rescue, their faith grew. That's how it will be with us. If we have the faith to get moving when God tells us to move, we will keep moving because God will go with us and protect us. The Israelites had witnessed God's protection over and over during those last days in Egypt. God had kept them safe from the 10 plagues that fell on Egypt. They knew God was with them. And when Moses said it was time to leave, they had faith that they needed to grab their things and move. This movement was not just a few hundred people. There were about 600,000 men walking. This number does not even include the women and children. Many other people who were not Israelites went with them. A large number of sheep, goats, cattle went with them. So you can imagine the huge crowd that made this journey. And that is why it is called the Exodus. An Exodus is a departure or movement of a large number of people at the same time. The Israelites used the dough they had brought out of Egypt. They baked loaves of bread without yeast. The dough had no yeast in it because they had been rushed out of Egypt. So there was no time to get food ready for their trip. God led the Israelites from Egypt to the Red Sea, a seemingly impassable obstacle on their road to freedom. By the time they reached the Red Sea, the king of Egypt, Pharaoh, had once again changed his mind and he sent his army out to bring the Israelites back. 
many of the people. They came afraid. But God was with his people. God parted the waters of the Red Sea. And the Israelites crossed through the sea, walking on dry land. When the Egyptians tried to cross the sea, God closed the waters over them, ending the threat to his people. The Israelites saw these miracles happen with their own eyes and they continued on their journey, knowing that God was with them and watching over them. It just takes a little bit of faith to start moving. Once we begin moving, following God's direction, we will soon see we are not moving alone. We will know that God is with us. We will see God make our paths straight. We will see God protecting us. The more we walk with God, serving him and serving others in his name, the more our confidence will grow. We will not be afraid to move wherever God leads because we will know beyond every doubt that God is with us. God gave us the Bible to give us that little bit of faith. When we read how God protected Israel, how God built the early church with his disciples of Jesus, and all the miraculous stories of faith in these pages of the Bible, we can find courage to start our own faith journey. God will never leave us and he will never stop watching over us. If we trust him, he will protect us in the same way. When God says, move, we can move with confidence. We know that God will be with us and he will protect us. Let us pray. Dear God, thank you for always being near us. For being ever ready to protect and defend us. Teach us to trust you with all our hearts. And give us the courage so that when you need us to move, we will follow you always. In Jesus' name, amen. There is comfort knowing that wherever we go, God is with us. Especially when he challenges us to move and serve. When we trust God instead of what we think, then he will show us what to do. Remember, God can be trusted. Can you say that with me? God can be trusted. I hope you learned a thing or two from today's lessons. Let's check out our pop quiz for the week. the Israelites living as slaves. The Israelites were living as slaves in Egypt. 
was the man who led Israel out of Egypt? Moses was a man who led Israel out of Egypt. How many plagues did God send to Egypt? God sent 10 plagues. Why did God send 10 plagues to Egypt? God sent the ten plagues because King Pharaoh refused to let God's people go free. What plague finally convinced Pharaoh to let the Israelites go? The plague that finally convinced Pharaoh to let the Israelites go was the last plague where all Egyptians' firstborns died and every household recorded a death. Why did the Israelites trust God enough to pack up and leave so quickly? God's people moved quickly because they had seen God at work protecting them from all the plagues and every time God came to their rescue, their faith grew. Can we trust God to be with us when we follow him? Yes, God can be trusted. of Israel were about to go to bed when God told them to move. True or false? False. They were in the middle of making dinner when God told them to move. Great job answering those questions. Thanks so much for joining us. See you next time. Bye. Hello, my friends. Are you being blessed and learning a lot? Happy Kids TV. Holy Tales Holy, tell me something. We always talk about faith, but what is it exactly? Um, well, when we say we have faith, we mean that we believe that something is true even if we cannot see it with our eyes. Huh? I am confused. All right, come. Let me tell you a story which might help you to understand better. Long time ago, 
There was a little girl named Mila. One day, she went to a farm with her father and got lost in the woods on the farm. But Mila was not afraid. She sat down on her knees, folded her hands, and she started praying. Suddenly, she saw a friendly man coming towards her. He was the farmer who owned the land. He found the little girl sitting and praying. He came over to her and said, My child, are you lost? Yes. The farmer was very shocked to see Mila not scared at all, even though she was lost in the woods. But aren't you scared? No, sir. I knew you would come. I was, in fact, waiting for you. The farmer was surprised. How did this little girl know he would come and help her go back home? Waiting for me? What made you think I was coming? I was praying that you would. You were praying? But all I heard you saying was the 26 alphabets. What was that for? Mila looked up at him and said, I was not sure exactly what to say. So I was praying all the letters of the alphabet and letting God put them together the way he wanted them. He knew and understood that I was lost and I needed help. So he put the letters together better than I could do. The farmer was amazed to see the amount of faith this little girl had in God. Even though she couldn't see God, she had faith that he loved her and truly cared for her. She knew God would help her. So when we have faith in God, it isn't about how big or small our faith is. It is all about how powerful our God is and that nothing is impossible for God. Did this help you children understand the meaning of faith better? Yes, it did. It's like we have faith in you that you will tell us a story every time we visit you. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's something like that. Hope you enjoyed the story, children. Oh, yes. It was amazing. Thank you, Homie, for explaining to us the meaning of faith. I am glad you enjoyed the story. Until next time. Bye-bye. This is Christocentric Kids right here on the Christocentric station. Kingdom Young for Jesus! That's all we have for you today, kids. Trust you enjoyed today's show. What was it about the show that you enjoyed the most? Your favorite part? Was it the songs? Uh, or it was the Bible stories? Uh, I know what you enjoyed most. It must be Auntie Mabel's PH Kids. Or was it Auntie Fwes? Oh, I just heard somebody say oh, they really liked that story at the end. Well... Whatever it was that was your favorite part, I trust you learned an important lesson today. Would you like to share it with me? I'd really like to hear your lesson from today's program. Or if you have memory verses, your favorite you'd like to share with Auntie S.A., she'd be very happy to hear you share it with her. So how about you let mommy or daddy record you reciting your favorite memory verse or your lesson from this week's program. And I promise we will play it on air next week for everybody 
to hear. So you make sure you send it in early enough in the week so that we can share it. Okay. And do remember to invite your friends next week. Please do not listen alone. As I leave you, do remember that God made you great. So make sure you do your best in everything that you do. See you again, same time next week from 9am to 11am. Christocentric kids, we're catching them young for Jesus. Hooray! Bye-bye! Ha! This song is for every child of God. <laughs> so if you know you are a child of God, oh yeah, 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 dance now, oh yeah, it's okay, it's okay now. Uh, ha! My head, shoulders, knees, and toes. Head, shoulders, knees, and toes. Head, shoulders, knees, and toes. Yes, overcame. I never, never, never ever stop to pray. We give ourselves to you this day. Long.